welcome to Emma's podcast. <laughs> Today, we're going to have a little bit interesting uh, conversation because I got two individuals. One whose name is Jeff Etchine. I think I pronounced it right. I hope, Jeff. And I have Michael Camps. So, I can. It's German. It means oak. Oh, All right. It's German. So, <laughs> Something. This is going to be an awesome ride today for my collaboration podcast. So, uh, Jeff, you're born in California. Will not give the years, but you're, you were young. Uh, stu studied photography with Enzel Adams at the Yosemite Workshop. Who I love Yosemite Park, actually. Um, <laughs> so you went. Are, and you, are you reading my bio from my from my website? I am reading bio from stage thirty-two, actually. I do. Okay. Uh, okay. You have grasped the zone system and the card had a plate which said zone five. Jeff went to Camel to study with Brett Weston, son of Edward Weston, and then Bernard Fremesser at the University of Oregon in 76. In 1980, Jeff moved to the Netherlands. Oh, wow, that's interesting to teach photography with Byron Piniger as a teacher assistant and exchange student. Ooh, that must have been great on, over there. I want to know a little bit more about that in a in little Holland, bit. yes, Holland was beautiful, yeah. Yes. Upon returning to the States, Jeff moved to Los Angeles to pursue a professional career in architectural photography for over 15 years. Never leaving his arts behind, Jeff had several art shows through the years. After a successful professional career in the mid to late 90s, Jeff returned to teaching middle school photography in Topanga, Kenyan, for three years. Yes, this was a turning period for me, teaching the children I never birthed. Well, that must have been interesting. In 1995, Jeff self-taught himself Photoshop and was hired in 2001 in a large digital studio in Los Angeles, making museum quality uh, jiggly print to commercial installation and interior art for museum. Jeff's works has been displayed all over the world in art galleries and commercial spaces. Jeff now currently lives in Port Townsend and pursues his life as a digital artist, instructor, and professional photographer, specializing in architecture, commercial, residential, and product photography for brochures, website, and now. Now I am a self-taught filmmaker. My first film, Lifer's Madness, the movie, all about the war on drugs, reforming the prison system, and cannabis three-striker lifers without parole. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. So, let's talk about the first adventure in Netherlands. What made you move to the Netherlands? Uh, my teacher passed away in at the University of Oregon, Bernard Freemesser. And I went to Idaho, um, to Sun Valley, Idaho, and had a class. Um, I mean, I was at an art school there, and there was a workshop, international workshop, with um, with Jerry Yosman, one of the Ansel Adams proteges and 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 workers, people that 
worked in parallel with the masters and uh, Byron Pinneger came to Idaho where I was living and going to art school there and there wasn't many photographers in our school there was more um, dance and and clay and printmaking and so uh, myself and Peter Delory were the mainstays there so I got to help and teach and then I met Byron who came all the way over from the Netherlands to take a workshop with this gentleman and um, and it was an epic workshop and I felt very clean and good with him and I moved to Holland to be an exchange student and a um, teacher with him in 1979. That's impressive. How did you like to stay over there and lived over there? Because it's totally different in the U.S. The Dutch are the most solid people that I've met to my life this date. They're very solid, very, um, very um, impressive, and and they're down to earth, and they're just they're they're my favorite people. You know, I really I really love the Dutch, and so I I was happy. I taught photography there. Um, I traveled the country. I went to Denmark and to Belgium, uh, Germany a little bit, and um, but mostly stayed in my school for a year and a half or two years, and then came home. And um, one of my students um, followed me and um, Annika, and we lived together for two years. And it's been 40 years since I've seen Annika, and she's a beautiful mama now with two kids, living on in Amsterdam in a big boat. And um, we're still connected, and um, that's where I learned a lot about abstract art because I was studying Van Gogh, Van Gogh, when mm -hmm. I lived in in Holland, and I was studying, um, you know, Dadaism and using the small camera. I used the big camera for for most of my life, and um, and when I was there, I wanted to learn how to how to photograph, you know, spontaneously like Cartier-Bresson who would photograph the precise moment. And so I was learning with the small camera how to photograph people in action and freeze them because that was my medium. My medium photography was able to capture moments in time. Nice. And I would teach that to students also. That's awesome because you passed on your trade to the children, which is great. So you're not keeping it to yourself and going to go into your grave with your secrets. You're sharing it. So for people to be able to utilize that, which is great. That I love it. It's really passed on to you giving your legacy to the next generation. That to me is awesome. So out of all of this, you come back to the uh, U.S., uh, you're now in L.A., you're involved on uh, a lot of commercial prints, uh, interior of um, art for museum, you're doing a lot of things, and you decided to move to Washington. Why did you move out of L.A. to move to uh, the Washington state? Uh, several reasons why anybody moves is um, we're done or we fall in love or money you know there's several reasons why somebody would move or climate mm -hmm. and believe you me it wasn't climate no. it was the ability to make the the trek to be with my sweetheart 
Nice. Um, and Makai and I um, spent many years together here in the Pacific Northwest. And when I met Micaiah, she had flowers in her hair at the Oregon Country Fair at a booth. And I gave her $10 and she gave me $20 in change. And I gave it back to her and she kissed me on the cheek. And I said, marry me. And <laughs> we were together for 11 years. And so I went around the festival uh, that we own down in, in, in Oregon, the Oregon Country Fair. And I said, hey, I'm engaged, everybody. I'm engaged. I just met the most beautiful woman in the world. And so my new line that I told men, I said, you got to mean it. That's mm -hmm. your new pickup line. Marry me. Nice. I love it. <laughs> 11 I, I, years, 11 years I was with that beautiful soul, and she's still a beautiful soul, on to other and more beautiful or different things, and mm -hmm. um, I was really blessed to, to be with her. Yes, that's wonderful. And I was not a filmmaker at that time. I was yeah. not a filmmaker. I was still navigating. Um, my mother had ovarian cancer, and I was taking care of her and my nana with um, dementia, um, and I would drive 100 miles every Sunday to go visit Nana, take her out to all-you-can-eat sushi in a wheelchair and put it in put it in my car and take her down. And we'd eat all-you-can-eat sushi, and she was just really loving it. And, and I'd get all my all-you-can-eat sushi with, with Nana's credit card. And then we'd go to the movies. And with a, with a, with a person that, that knows you kind of and learning how to play with, um, or the angels brought me to a new school. I was learning how to live with a dementia human. Yeah. And so that was beautiful. But then my mom was also in cancer on cancer duty. So I would go every Sunday to Nana and then to my mother and watch the Lakers on TV and then take care of my mom and read the book of Tibetan How to Die, the Tibetan Book of Death in my oh. mom's hospital room while she was you know, on morphine uh, with the button. And so I learned a lot about grace. I learned a lot about food and how not to get cancer or Alzheimer's. So now for 20 years, I've been a raw vegan. And my last partner in Washington, to answer your question, I moved to Washington because when I was taking care of Nana, my mother, I didn't follow through with my business. And my money was funny and the rent was so expensive at the house I lived at. I said, why not move to beautiful Washington yep. and I can come back to L.A. anytime. And L.A. was smoggy and full of too many people that had too many Lamborghinis. And I just decided that I had so many beautiful years teaching middle school in Topanga Canyon to to the wealthy, rich kids and those brats. And yep. I just learned a lot about the industry. And so now I'm back. I love, and I'm on I my love own. The what and do you I'm think, on my own. Mike? <laughs> oh, so I wish I had. Some, I, I need props. You do. It's <laughs> amazing. You do I, I'm loving props. It. So you stopped here. So why? Um, the question I would ask you right now. So now you are in Washington, and you're going into the movie. And your movie, your first film is Lifer's Madness, the movie. Why? What um, drove you to do that? What inspired you to do a movie like that? 
Well, when you when you ask me such open-ended questions like, how, why did you move to Washington, and now what drove you to the movie? I it makes a bigger question, not yes or no. No, I don't want a yes I or no. I'm not interested in the yes or no. I want to know what takes you because people want I, to know what you know. What was I your work, intention behind it? Yes or no? Forget it. It's like I no, work, no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> we want to I know you. With um, I worked with um, with Hempfest for many years. Hempfest is a big giant um, festival in. Um, in Seattle, Washington, and they were definitely one of the largest forefronts of ending prohibition. Um, and so I called Sharon one day, one of the producers of this big festival downtown um, on the water in Seattle every year for 30 years, and they would bring in a hundred thousand people to walk the festival every year. And it was a festival to say no to pro end prohibition, yes to end prohibition, but no to the atrocity and about cannabis prohibition. And so I learned more about that when I was in Los Angeles for, for 20 years, 25 years, I worked with Jack Herrer the man who wrote the book Emperors Wear No Clothes, mm -hmm. and we were at the Capitol in Los Angeles on Wilshire Boulevard every month um, holding rallies to end prohibition. He was the king of um, the jelly bean of making um, prohibition end because in 1937, um, William Randolph Hearst and some other people um, put marijuana on prohibition, uh, cannabis. And so as we know, cannabis is paper, fiber, fuel, medicine, and food, and plastic, and hempcrete. And so um, this hempcrete ball is uh, made out of cannabis. So back in the day, before I moved to Washington State, and I got involved with making films, I was still an artist, still a photographer, and I met um, Sharon at Hempfest, and with my history of the cannabis industry, she's told me on my birthday, Mike, it'd be great if you could slow down or settle down there. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting a little bit um, dizzy watching you go. Okay, cool. And so we totally, um, she told me on my birthday when I called her, she said, Jeffrey, we're sponsoring two lifers in jail for marijuana, the hemp fest, mm. Jeff Mazansky and and uh, Corbin Cooper, I think it was. I'm not sure, but there was two people that she was sponsoring, and I called them both, and I said, from this day on, I'm going to make it my life dream, and I'm going to make a movie about them. And sure enough, I found out how to get into prisons, and I took my camera and a microphone and my lavaliers and my wireless mics and I learned everything about sound not everything but um, I learned Final Cut Pro 
one video at a time I would go on and learn how to do this and learn how to transition and because my family was into television and I grew up as a television child I kinda already knew how to tell a story Good. and now that I was an activist in the cannabis world and I was going in to film these prisoners in jail for nonviolence, I made it my life's pleasure to not ever stop my journey in filmmaking about these prisoners in jail till the day I die. And so I made that on my birthday and I, and I started crying to Sharon. I said, are you joking? There's lifers in jail for marijuana. There still are, even though it's becoming legal in Washington and Colorado. And now we have 33 states. We have 33 states that are legal. And um, so that's how I became a, uh, a you know, f you know the, the deal is with, with filmmaking, as I shot architecture my whole life, I would put the lights to the ceiling and the whole room would become beautiful. Okay, mm -hmm. the whole room would become beautiful. Yeah. So I learned how to light a room um, by being an assistant, a photo assistant for 10 years in architecture with somebody professional. And then I became professional myself. And so now I can go into a room and light a jail room. I can light an office and it'll look beautiful and cinematic. So that's yeah. one bonus I had, how to light. And then I learned the sound and then I learned how to be an interviewer and how to begin to listen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I do. <laughs> what? I want to know more about you. I'm sorry, Jeff. You cannot be hiding anymore behind the camera or the, uh, the well, behind the camera that works just fine. To photograph or film anybody is just turned, now we're turning the table on you to know more about you because I'm coming. So you've been able to do this movie. What happened to those two gentlemen at the end of the day? Oh, lifer is awesome. I love it. So what happened to those two gentlemen that you filmed? Jeff Mazansky, Jeff Mazansky is home. Okay. What happened to the other one? Uh, Corbin Cooper is home. So both of them are home. <laughs> You're in big trouble. You're in big trouble. Yeah. I am, I am trouble. but I love it. So you studied this. Um, when did you become more uh, for the reforming of the prison system and the cannabis? When did you, uh, when did it all started? Because there is no ears Back in the day one. with Jack Herrer, back in the day with Jack Herrer um, in 1995, okay. they were all so stoned and they wrote the initiative to make marijuana legal in California and I was the only one with khakis and an alligator shirt and dressed like I am today, you know, just yeah. like regular. Yeah. And and I was sent with $301 bills Jack gave me out of the shower and I flew the initiative to the state capitol in California to Sacramento and I handed it to the lady 
and the lady took my button off my lapel that said hemp will save the planet and she put it on in the elevator with with all the paperwork that made um marijuana legal now in all these states it was the beginning yeah. and that was in about 95 that i was working on that project so that's 30 30 some odd years ago so, yes it is um, it's about yeah so i'm really blessed I'm really blessed and my dedication is to help these prisoners come home now through film we can reach more people. Yes. And tell the story. Because with the reform of the marijuana, it's mean the people who are in jail that should be obsolete and they should be if they only did marijuana, should be be sent back home. That's what it should be. Without a doubt, yes. Mm -hmm. And through film we can get 200 people in one room at one time to watch a film instead of trying to get a magazine article out yeah. or trying to get them to come to, you know, a cannabis festival where the only people at the cannabis festival are the ones in the same crowd. We want to talk yeah. Yeah. to the regular people. We want to let them know that we still have people in jail for nonviolence, a plant. And so because of all of that, it's just so important to help stop the war on people, you know? Yes. And so that's that's yeah. what my my goal is for the rest of my life. So and plus my art. Plus my Yes. Art. Plus the arts. So the question I have for you, because you started this in California, and as the reform uh, on other states are happening for the uh, marijuana, is the same effort uh, is happening for the prisoners that are in different states for these kind of crimes that are not a crime anymore? Do they, is this, you know, you started in California, is this spreading everywhere else for freeing people or is it just still in California? Can you rephrase that question? Because um, <laughs> there's so many states there's so many states that are legal now, but nobody's coming home automatically. That's what I wanted to know. That's the answer then you ask then I asked because I'm curious to know because you've been extremely active in California. And I'm just curious to know if anyone picked up of what you're doing over there to the state that now uh, saying that marijuana is legal. Is anybody is doing anything for those guys or is only California who's doing it? Okay. No, there's a movement across across the nation to end prohibition and to go to the White House. There's a there's an initiative or two inside the White House right now. One is the CARES Act, and the CARES Act wants to decriminalize marijuana, like Portugal, three or four years ago or five years ago, decriminalized all non pharmaceutical drugs, mm -hmm. and so across the board. And like Holland, when I lived in Holland in the 70s, they made needles legal. They had a needle program. So you wouldn't get AIDS because yep. there was clean needles. If you decided you wanted to stay on opium, which who knows why, um, they totally, um, you know, were trying to be progressive and make the choices more um, human. You know, humans should not be um getting in airplanes these days as children they should be smoking marijuana and bringing their children up and, and playing guitar instead of bombing you know schools 
in Europe right now. And so oh, we're not going to yeah. go in that direction. It's just so important for me to stay focused on my slice of pie. If you hold on just a second, I'll go get my um, my books that I published and I'll share you my books, okay? That sounds good. So you guys talk while I'm gone. Talk while I'm gone. <laughs> and uh, uh, with, like you said, that it, it's being uh, across the nation, uh, fight for the end of prohibition cannabis and the we call them our 420 POWs. And uh, there's many organizations. Uh, one big one's freedomgrow.org. Yeah. Uh, their home base is of, uh, well, I know Randy Lanier. He was 1985 uh, Indy 500 Rookie of the Year and then was convicted for boatloads of cannabis. Okay. Did 20, he did 27 years, something like that, and is now out fighting to get people out. Uh, Jeff Minton. Uh, Mizanski, who uh, Jeff Eichen here was talking about on his movie, uh, Lifers of the Movie. Uh, he's here in Missouri uh, with about 25 miles from me. Uh, he works with uh, canaconvicts.org, and it's the, the same purpose. Of, it, it, it's absolute bullshit that we can go through and have events and sit and hang out with our friends and partake in elements at those events that people are locked up for in the same state that they're locked up for it so it's it's that type of uh <laughs> just bullshit that's the only way to go through how does it make any sense that we can have events and and have a good time while people are locked up for the same thing or less than what we are partaking and and what i found oh. it interesting as well with the system because the law you would think somebody within the uh system or judicial system will say okay if we pass a law then people who were arrested prior to that we should review them and see all of them look at their conviction if it's only based on marijuana then they should be released you would assume something in the system will do that and obviously not there's one lady that we assisted to come home and she was shackled to a bed while she gave birth and she was in jail for marijuana and she's going to come to visit um, our show and be on stage with us when we when we offer their stories. So how can you not be empathetic or compassionate to her story, you know, and there's many more stories. Eddie Lepp who was in jail for 35 tons, just died last year. And he was so beautiful and he came home and he was a rainbow person and he was really beautiful. And he said on film, and I have the spot, he said on film, Jeffrey, when you put me in jail, you put my family in jail. Oh yeah, you do, I agree. You know, and so, um, I'm the representative for these people. I've helped nine people um, indirectly come home. I have Michael Thompson right here. Michael Thompson was mm -hmm. in jail, and I went to Illinois to um, or Indiana, one or the other. Um, Kara will um, will spank me, um, but um, I went there to visit him in jail. They wouldn't let me bring my camera in, but that's me and the lawyer, and he hadn't had a visitor for twenty years wow by choice by choice oh, and he's choice. free now and michael is free now so they're coming home but not fast enough 
No, it doesn't, which is interesting. Okay. Since like the system wants to keep them for whatever reason, it's like, no, they should not. But not fast enough. So yeah. it's very amazing that, um, that we're still in this spin out of people that are um, still in jail and that it's not instantly or immediately over with the people in jail. I mean, okay, keep keep a couple states or some of the stuff illegal about marijuana, but that's even silly because, gosh, cannabis, cannabis, um, Tommy Chong asked me to use the word cannabis more. It's more formal. Um, so the word cannabis means the plant. The plant mm -hmm. makes paper, fiber, fuel, hempcrete to build homes that doesn't burn and has a great R value. They're making bricks like Lego right now and building homes out of hempcrete. Yep. And so um, it, it makes food. The hemp seed um, has an amino acid that nothing else has. And I have hemp seed in my smoothie every day because I don't want to get Alzheimer's or cancer. And so the idea is to walk with knowledge and not fight the you know the words of of war are horrible um so make sense don't fight make sense and get even with the prisoners in jail and if alcohol is free why isn't marijuana or cannabis that's a good question you know mm -hmm. alcohol is so much more angry when you get drunk or it messes with your liver Yes, and, it does. And it takes you down and it's addicting. Mm -hmm. And so marijuana has no addiction except for here in your mind. If your son wakes up every day and smokes, you say, oh, my son's addicted to marijuana. That's only mentally. You don't have withdrawals from marijuana. And so my knowledge of the plant and of the universe um, is pretty darn, you know, huge. But I still know nothing and I want to help and prohibition with the prisoners coming home yes so i'm just really blessed um to um you know to have made this movie mm -hmm. i'm doing a cut on my movie right now <clears throat> i'm doing a new cut and i'm going to take it from an hour to a half an hour and it's like killing babies it's really hard you know and nobody wants to kill babies anyways but in my <laughs> In my movie, I'm making a half. The director of this cannabis film festival said, Jeffrey, let's make you a short film festival. I mean, film. So I'm taking the, my original yep. film I made in 2015, and I've been working on it for the last several nights. Mm -hmm. And it takes hours to edit a film. It takes yep. hours to decide what to take mm -hmm. out. Um, and so um, it's for the cannabis film festival this year. So I've got only a few more days to work on that but i'm really excited about that um so ask me more questions <laughs> i told you beautiful man so uh, now we're going to be talking about something that's why i brought you here because i wanted to know more about that golf tournament uh for jack harris and it's a golf tournament for the 420 POWs relief uh, game. This is a celebrity golf outing. 
And I would like to know what got you start. Oh, that is gorgeous. Why don't I have one? <laughs> okay, we got a problem here, Jeff. I should have had that received in my home <laughs> so I could display it. I don't have any. <laughs> what is wrong with wait. that? Wait, wait, so wait, for wait, people wait, who wait, don't wait. know, going to listen to my podcast. This is a beautiful postcard, beautiful, gorgeous with uh, actually, uh, yeah, that is celebrating the legend, continue his legacy. That is beautiful. It's a celebrity golf outing that is happening in September. Uh, yes, we're gonna, we're planning for September. The date is to be announced and okay. uh, TBA. And so, um, like I said earlier that um, Jack Herrer, um, like terror, um, was the grandfather of ending prohibition. Mm -hmm. He was the granddaddy. And so, um, I can't say any more about, let's see if I can find, um, EMP. Um, he was such an incredible soul. Um, here, I will show you right now. Okay, since you don't oh, have yes, the ability to yes, do that, yes. this was closes, Jack's yes. book, okay, mm -hmm. and Jack's book, do you like my software? Look yes, I do, okay. it's pretty cool. So Jack's, Jack's book here um, is beautiful. Hey, my birthday's in a week, I'll be a Beatles song. No way, cool. You know what song? When I get older, losing my hair, many years from now, would you still be sending me a valentine? Birthday greetings, bottle of wine. When I'm 64. So, so when I'm 64, I'll be 64 in a week and a half. And I'm really excited about that. But um, the golf tournament is to honor... Dan, which is Jack's son, his father. And um, I always like to honor my father because my father was afraid that his legacy was not set in stone. Really? That's my father. And my father was a great soul. He lived in Mexico for 30 years. Okay. So my father was an architect and a jeweler and a pirate, you know. Um, you gotta love it. This is this is also my dad here. He's a pirate. <laughs> that's also my dad. So that's my dad. Um, so so yeah, ask me more questions. So the the question I have for you is, how did you get this one? Where the the ideas to start a golf tournament came from? Whose idea was it? How did you get all started? How did you get it all started? Actually. Well, I actually am around a lot of golfers in my town, and I refuse to golf because it's too frustrating. Yes, and um, and so I used to golf as a kid, and I've got golf, you know, stuff. And I used to have a golf company um, with my AstroTurf Golf Company. But the bottom line is, is that let's see, do I have any turf? No, I don't have any turf here. But the bottom line is, is that. Um, I just decided that I saw all these celebrity golf tournaments going and I'm beginning to do a, um, let's see if I can find my relief fund here. 
Um, I'm beginning to I'm beginning to um, to do the relief fund here, um, which is right here, the relief fund, and that's to raise money for the prisoners. I want to raise money any way I can. I'm going to be doing an NFT drop, and my NFT drop is going to be non-fungible tokens that are going to be sold as tickets for the golf tournament and for the relief, which is R-E-L-E-A-F, the relief fund, which is going to go to their families and to themselves, the ones that have come home, and we'll save it for the other prisoners also. So if we do, um, if we make 20,000, 10,000, 1,000, or 500,000, a portion of those funds will go to the relief fund. And the relief fund is going to be set up as a incredible um, access for them to be paid for all these years in jail. Jeff Mazansky was in jail for 21.9 for two grams, and Eddie Lepp was in for 35 tons for 27 years. And so. I go with the tons. Two grams is one joint less. Yes, you know? I know. <laughs> I go so, for the bigger boat. <laughs> well, he was in for three strikes because if you see on the top of my, let's see if I can get this. You see three strikes you're in yeah, is, yeah. is on, is on all of my, is yeah. on all of my, um, that was, my, that's my been stuff. the rule. Yeah. Three yeah. strikes you're in for whatever it is. Yeah. So the question, because you talk about, um, NFTs. Yes. How did you get the idea for the NFTs or how did it um, come up? Okay, so um, when I when I um, began my research for NFTs, I um, hang on. I'll get you a, a really beautiful. Um, I'll give you an example. So here's an example of one of my NFTs. Um, this is a photograph. Hang on. Mm -hmm. if I can move it if I can move it and make it smaller. This is going to be one of my NFTs, and it will also be a ticket. It will be a ticket for um, for getting behind the scenes, um, for going in um, to be with Cheech and Chong, to be with um, Snoop Dogg, whoever we get. We haven't signed anybody yet, so I'm not going to um, tell a big fairy tale about, oh, we got this person, and we got Bill Murray, and we got blah, 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 blah. We're just beginning this, and we're going to ramp it up this week and go full speed ahead um, with our promotion to get a September golf tournament happening. So if I can raise the funds for these beautiful souls, um, what happens? I, um, I can, number one, make a relief fund for these people that have been in jail for all this time. Number two, I can also um, help Jack's dream come true by helping to end prohibition, by making people aware that there's people still in jail for marijuana, mm -hmm. for, for a plant. There's people in jail for a plant. Um, in Spanish, they have a word called caca. And caca is just like it sounds. 
And that's shit. a bunch of caca. Yeah, it's a bunch of caca. Caca is, uh, is in, in French and it's in uh, Italian as well. You know the word. A bunch of caca that there's people <laughs> in jail still for, yes. for marijuana. Yeah, yeah, but the question I have for the uh, NFTs, how did you got to know the NFTs and uh, who helped you to get there? Because the NFTs is cute and nice, but you need to have people who are part of the world of the NFTs to help you to understand everything. Because, you know, it's gibberish for most of us. I'm not an NFTs person. I love the design. I love the stuff. But... I'm not an avid swimmer in the NFTs world. So how did you got in? Um, I actually was involved with NFTs from the beginning um, with my art. Okay. My art was propelled me to be a photographer NFT. And uh, so I was totally um, involved with... Um, being a photographer NFT. And then one day I was on my show, uh, Lifer's Madness. I mean, um, Weed Wednesday, Weed Weeds Day. And I just, it hit me. I said, why don't I do a social NFT where we raise some money for a social um, cause. And so because of that, um, that social cause became my drive for um, what the question you're asking me is about and um, and I started to meet people um, about um, the whole in in the industry I started to meet people and I was let's see if I can find you a beautiful um, NFT photo here and and it was just it just snowballed into me going to NFT New York and meeting all the high players, the Gary V's, um, the Drips, um, I met the the Apes, I met everybody there. And I said, if these guys can make a million dollars in 20 minutes on NFTs, then we should be able to raise some money for my beautiful, beautiful NFT project with the with the prisoners. So who helped you so far? Because uh, I'm curious to know who joined you to get this all rolling actually uh including the nfts including the uh, landing pages for uh because i have a copy of the landing pages for the upcoming uh golf tournament what's going on with my ipad it's not answering me come on you thank you because i'm looking at um that beautiful uh landing page for the golf tournament so who got who do, who are you working close hand on hand to get this rolling um that is an answer that is not answerable because i am i'm friends with mr chong tommy chong who's our elder um and i'm friends with dan herrer which is um jack herrer's son and that's the golf tournament side of things but the young people around me are the ones that inspired me to do more NFT um, uh, pro projects and projects. And I have yet to um, I have yet to really bring my NFTs to the marketplace because I didn't want somebody to copy me. So uh, with people like Michael Kemp, uh, Camp here. Yes. Um, I'm going to have Michael assist me with my drop. 
Okay. And so, um, hang on. So I'm going to show you some really beautiful um, NFT stuff here. Um, let's see if I can find this here. So if I go to... Um, so how did you meet Michael? Michael, on Clubhouse, I believe. Michael, where did we meet each other? Absolutely. It was uh, on Clubhouse. The powers it be came in and the time is now the year 2022 the year of uh fu schedule one uh like-minded individuals with purpose and we were blessed to have jeff come in he's doing a can of camp confessions it's a wednesday night show and he came in and synergy happened and i stayed on him for the guidance of the love that he projects so it, it, when you meet individuals whose purpose is prevalent in everything they do, uh, it's hard to for me to turn away from them. And when it was on the same common grounds, being blacklisted, if you will, for cannabis throughout my life, uh, participating in the prison side of things, and then also cannabis saving my life, uh, the experiences I had with the individuals that I, I spent some time with and got to know and the fears and the realities of these people being individuals, they're human and, and, and more so, especially the cannabis offensive offenders, they were the best workers in the prison. They're the most loving individuals, the most giving individuals, and, and the prison system doesn't want to lose their best workers. So there's lots of elements yeah. that that are present that people aren't aware of and we won't get into how uh, the prisons is just a profit system for individuals and that's another reason and all all of the bullshit all the caca that that, that comes with it uh when you jeff like he said i, I loved it the, he brought light into a dark place and mm -hmm. he knows the lighting to to illuminate what is in existence in that dark place and then when you, there's other people, they use the same analogy of that light, that beacon of hope with, you know, within the stories, especially being incarcerated and the power of this plant to free them. It is there. And we're going to we're going to take we're bringing it all the way to the, the capital. We will in prohibition. And it's through events and things like this that it's great that all these celebrities are there. Lottie fucking da in my life when mm -hmm. it comes to. It's the purpose that what with what we're doing with those things. And it's great that these celebrities, they have worked their asses off to be who they are and make the impact. And all of them combined pales in comparison to the purpose of what we're doing. And it's when there's elements like that, it takes a farmy. And I'm proud to be a uh, general side of Jeff Eichen to assume this responsibility and make it to fruition of the of ending cannabis prohibition. So, you know, it's that the technology and, and outreaches like this to the people that this reaches to, it's going global. There's other countries in the mix of their own reform and ending prohibition within their own states or fighting for the medical purposes. You know, it, it, this is a global concern. And with hemp, it is a global solution to save this earth and now with cryptocurrencies and decentralized, you have places that don't have banks, however, have cell phones. That is their bank. So now 
when we broaden our perspective and look at the availability of how we can help others, we're not only having an amazing event surrounded by amazing people, we're opening the eyes of new systems of protocol to actually implement the availability of fundraising, implement purposes within the causes that people have fought for, you know, generations and generations and generations, the legacy of fighting that can actually now come to a sound fruition through financial backing, which is normally what stops it Mm -hmm. because of the capability of blockchain, NFTs, decentralization, and and individuals combining with purpose on these platforms. It's an opportunity. the, The NFT world is an opportunity for the artist to have a smart contract that gives you a percentage of every sale for the rest of your life and you don't have to go out and bring your portfolio and mail all this art to a gallery and to feel rejection because you paid forty dollars to get into this you know possible art show and then it doesn't work and then a year goes by and you get frustrated and you have all these things so i just want to share with everybody that um to you know PTSD comes in so many forms and one of mine is rejection and so as an artist NFTs are fantastic because anybody can do it and the blockchain is um, what they call a POAP which is a um, proof of purchase you know um, and so it's really beautiful Um, I've been doing books lately um, to help my legacy so when I die my books will be available um, to the public and to the world. And I believe through legacy, we need to have um, people publishing books, mm-hmm. not just movies, but so um, I can share you my books in the, in a few minutes. But thank you so much, Mike, for sharing your knowledge about um, what, where we're going. And that you're right, the farmy, the new green farmy is here now, and we want to march to the White House. And we want to have people like yourself um, be part of that movement. And that I was told the best way to have an NFT drop is with collaboration. And I've never had a team. I've had employees before in my life, but never had a team. I didn't. I didn't choose to um, get married with a picket fence and have a family and barbecues. And so I've been an artist my whole life and a worker. And so now I'm just cruising the planet, making my beautiful art, which you're looking at right now, mm-hmm. my non-fungible weed tokens. And, um, and so I just want my slice and to share it with the prisoners. Yep. Absolutely. And I think it's, I think it's a great way to do it as well. Uh, and having like Michael helping you uh, as a, being part of your team to come and see this to come to fruition properly, because I think, you know, your charity, what the golf is about, it's about raising the money to help to pay, if I understood, uh, the prisoners, the people who get out of over there as well. So for me, it's a very fine line when you start such a big project like that, that might be running not a one-time shot, but that could be yearly. It's a big enterprise. It's a big, um, it could be very big. Uh, this is the inaugural, out. this is the inaugural, 
This is the inaugural um, golf tournament. We'll do more down the road. We'll get other people involved. And yes. after we do the first one, we'll, we'll know how to do the second one easier. Exactly. It'll be a plug and but, play. It'll, yeah, it'll but a, you need the yeah. right team underneath as well, because that can go sideways very quickly. Like a lot of people can lose the focus of what it is about. You're talking celebrities. You're talking uh, a lot of movement coming around and people can get what I call it starstruck and just forget what is the cause. So to having the right people like Michael. That's my that's my job is to keep everybody honest. Back. Exactly. Amen. And Michael, having the support of Michael to help you in there, I think is crucial because, as a, again, you, you never know who you're meeting. And when they see the, oh, there is potential of something, they can become their own thing instead than looking at what is the purpose? The purpose is to raise the money. It goes to the prisoner. The purpose is to uh, educate about uh, marijuana and the prohibition and stop the prohibition on that. So there is a lot of movement pieces that a lot of people could lose along the way. So I feel like you're surrounding with yourself with the right people to make it successful. Like you said, it's a pilot, meaning it's the number one, or it pass or it fails. You want to succeed because you want this on a yearly basis. So people can, you know, different, like you said, different uh, personality can come. It could be bringing more crowds. You want to continue, you know, it's a legacy. It's just the beginning. Okay. So what kind no, of that's challenges? The wonderful part. Yeah, go ahead. And I said, that's one of the wonderful parts of it is that it is just the beginning mm -hmm. and the passion of people like Jeff. Uh, Ike and Jeff Mazansky, those before us, those that we're going to be getting out with us, setting. It's not like we're, you know, with Jeff, we have conversations. It's not just of getting them out. It's the after we get them out, how to continually help and provide. That's the point of his relief. Yes. And and it's when it when it's longevity and it's thought about of the aftermath. Mm -hmm. it, it, that's why you you partner with individuals as beautiful as. Jeff Ike and Rama State Productions, and it's about who they are and the true purpose of it, and that's why, with the, with what who he is and how the team supports him, uh, it's not just myself. There's quite a few others that are behind busting their butts, to, and we're, we will well, make this. Uh, and you need right and. It, you need the team. You What's definitely that? need a team because one man cannot do everything. But the core and the I've been a one man show my whole life, and so I'm blessed even to meet you, um, Emma. You know, I mean, I'm I I had no idea I was in for an interview today. You know, that was the trap. Nobody's ever <laughs> nobody's ever interviewed me. Nobody's ever interviewed me. Really. Well, welcome. You know, to I had one interview. One interview by my beautiful friend in in um, uh, she's now in Brazil in Bahia. She interviewed me, but her microphone was crap, and so I never used that interview. But she asked me the most beautiful question, just like yourself. And I'm really I love the art of interview. 
Oh, I do too. That's what I love to do too. I realized when I was doing my podcast on my own, I started to do years later collaboration. And I'm like, I like to interview people and I'm on different app right now, like Wisdom. And I, you know, I have my conversation and people are hopping in and having a conversation. That's what we're having. I don't take it as an interview for me. It's a conversation. We're connecting and it's more impacting when I'm, that's going to go live uh, probably tonight, uh, sometime tonight. So I'm going to release it to the world tonight. So that's mean people around the world are going to be listening to both of you talking, which is going to be beautiful. It's a conversation. So to me, it's awesome. But, you know, being the, the person who thought about doing that golf event, it still requires you as a one-man show because this is big. This has multiple facets in that uh, to set it up because you talk NFTs, you're talking movies, you're talking celebrities, you're talking the logistic to set it up. There is a lot of moving pieces and having the right people like Michael behind the scenes helping to navigate because again, it takes a life on its own. It's going to be big and you want this to go as smoother than you can. But the focus for everybody coming in is leave your ego at the door. It's not about you. It's not about what you can take out of it. It's about what you're giving in to make it a success. Exactly. Without a doubt. Um, I we also Mike, tell us about Doug. Oh yeah. So it's uh, it's not like we're going in this blindfolded. Uh, Jeff, uh, very smart individual, recognizes he may have been a one man show, but to make things possible, you surround yourself with those that know. Uh, so we have a man named Doug Kendall. Uh, I, I suggested we should file something and I still may since I know some Guinness Book World Record people and so they know who to talk to but he's probably the Guinness Book World Record holder of the most golf events of any living man to organize on, on planet Earth. He's done uh, 1100 plus golf outings in his life so we're coming with a major heavy hitter on the capabilities within the event and He's very excited because of the NFTs and these other facets within. I think it ignited. If, if I can jump in for a second, he has yes, the template. Absolutely. Yeah, of, of, of celebrity events. He, he is the template. And I believe like with these events, because now with this NFT and these opportunities in the new world and the passion of this purpose and, and through people like, like Jeff and the, the synergies of everyone around, that Doug's, I've seen like this, and an passion ignite like a child. He's excited yeah. about something that because it's so new and the capabilities within it, but it's like you said, it's the purpose of what it's to focus on. His words were golf outings. They aren't a success of it. They're, that outing is what it's about. If the outing is an accessory of the purpose and the cause, then things can be successful. Yes. And he referred to only one other out of 1,100 golf outings. He referred to one other that had the capabilities and how it turned into with a very famous individual. And, and this here looks to uh, be a little bit brighter. So that makes the possibilities of the hope within us at an attainable reach 
that this relief uh, that, that we're talking about is the prisoners. Yes. It's also relief for the veterans and relief yes. for humanity and relief for the planet. And that's the, uh, the amazing how it circles back into and never stops giving. And I'm so I'm, I'm honored to be a part of it. I can say that. Um, I, I would be too. I'm, I'm very uh, um, humble at this point to be uh, interviewing both of you, having a conversation with both of you, because this has the power to impact more educate because people need to be educated. And <laughs> long time I've not heard the claps. I got the claps. <laughs> So, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think there is more to know it than thinking you're the dumb, uh, you know, you're sitting on your couch and just having a little joint. It's not all of this. There is more to it. And the reform needs to happen all, all, all across the states in the United States. Well, together, together. That's what we're talking about yeah. right now. And, and you are right on time. And what if we what if we bring these people on? Oh, Marlene Natural. I would love it. Right, but guess guess who that is? That's the that's the Bob Marley people, you know. Oh well, so, they will be the first one to arrive here without a problem. I'm just saying is that is that we're we're getting ready to to explode this party, and Good. through the knowledge of of I mean here, let me see if I can get this without dropping my books here. This is very important. Oh, 2019. That's hemp plastic made in Italy. Nice. Made in Italy. That's hemp plastic. And so why are we making, you know, not hemp silverware? We have it. I have some in the kitchen, um, but it's all available to us now. There should be nobody in freaking jail for this plan ever. There should be nobody in jail for, um, for marijuana ever and it makes me sad and I can't tell you how much um, that um, being together with you today is making my heart happen and ha uh, happy Good. And so I'm so I'm really really glad that um, that you found me oh we'll find you for sure because I believe that that golf event is a big event and there is more to it for me it's a pilot and I see it growing more and more but I love because the money goes to something that will bring results. It's right here. Yes, exactly. Relief. It's right here. It's the leaf. It's the yes. relief for the prisoners. It's it's for it's for the prisoners, you know. And um, and the golf tournament is going to be a tool. It's going to be a tool um, to make aware through the celebrities. I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine if we really pulled in all the celebrities that are kind of not talking about prohibition and kind of not talking about the prisoners? They're off in their own corner doing some amazing, amazing work on the planet. Um, but we're not talking about um, Ukraine. We're talking about insane laws that still put people in jail for nonviolence and marijuana. And that needs to be looked at. Definitely, we're changing, we're evolving, and this needs to change. And that's why they need to catch up. The laws needs to catch up with what the reality is right now. 
and uh, we definitely need to release uh, those people. But I love the fact that um, this is utilizing not only for the um, prisoners, but they could be education and the law. So it can be sponsors and be moved uh, and uh, changed for good because you always need money. For some reason, you always have to sponsor and get money to those people in Washington for that. <laughs> They're making well, your money over there. So it would be nice that they do it for free. But yes, it would be nice yeah. if there is a good reform on that. I'll show, you, I'll show you one of my projects. This is one of my books I published this year. And it's not available to the public yet, but it may it may be soon. Um, but I photographed um, Tommy Chong's house yeah. because I was an I was an architect, yeah. architecture photographer for 25 years. I learned mm -hmm. how to to photograph things straight up and down. And nice. There's his office, and there's Tommy in his house. Nice. I love it. So I'm not I'm not privy to show you everything in the book, but it's okay. um but it's but it's one of the um I I'm very careful with um with showing things. Um but it's one of my beautiful projects for my own legacy. Um here's my other book that I published uh, last year. Oh, I love boats. Silly. So so my my boat book is pretty good um let's get you a good page here um so yeah ah, catamaran yep <laughs> you know so this reminds is my me boat book. reminds me the old day at uh, the club med when i used to i used to work at the club med so yeah we used to go and take the boats out at lunchtime and oh my god it was awesome yeah so that's my boat book and then my let me be very careful here then my legacy book that I that I did um, on my 60th birthday four years ago, I, I nice. published I published this book, which says um, my photo, photo book, book at 60. OK, and so. Mm -hmm. Nice. That's pretty cool. So there's me and then I, I can pull to any photo in here and show oh, that's you that's gorgeous. Book. Yeah, so that's my work, and all these photographs are from um, the '70s and the '80s. And, nice. And um, they're they're my photographs that I've amazing that I've journeyed on. There's Mickey Rourke. Yep. Awesome. Nice, great. Cycle. Yeah, that was a professional magazine shoot, mm. and. Um, there's my friend here. Nice. And a double exposure of him. Yep. But but this is my art and and I and I photograph for for peace. Yep. We need peace actually. There's a baby. We need a lot of peace. There's a baby in there. Mm -hmm. So um so and I do beautiful things too, you know. Mm -hmm. That's a That's waterfall. Beautiful. And Timothy Leary held that photograph in his hand and he said, God opened the door for you, Jeffrey. Yes. When he saw that photo. Mm -hmm. That's so gorgeous. That's just a share um, mm -hmm. of my. Are you going to put my... some in auction? By the way, are you going to put some of your uh, pictures in auctions for that uh, celebrity golf tournament or not? You just. 
allowed me to do that. <laughs> you just said that. I'm, I'm, I didn't think about it. Now we're going to do it. You did not? Are you serious? No, no, no. Well, but I was going to do my NFT drop. I was going to, I was going to put all. Well, do my, both. Uh, but oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do more. Just so, do well, more. Yeah. The NFTs <laughs> is one thing, but do the do the picture itself over there physically because I'm telling you, people are going to be betting on it because I want to go. The NFTs is staying in your computer, but you get the actual pictures if you put one oh, as an auction. Oh, you're okay. Okay, so wait a minute. Wait a minute. So I should bring. Yes. My yes. Photos. <laughs> yeah. Auction them off. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> I love it. That's Grandma Aggie, one of the twelve grandmothers, and she was here with her daughter, and I and she got in my car and she said, Jeffrey, I'm going to be ninety-five on my next birthday, and then she passed away at ninety-five. But mm -hmm. I got to meet Grandma Aggie, and that's my photo of Grandma Aggie. Beautiful. So, you so should. you say I should take some of these down there and auction them off. And sign them off and auction them? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, they're all signed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, they're all signed. Perfect. Yep. You should. Already ready, ready already. I don't know. I'm looking at it. I'm like, come on. I don't know if I'm going to get any sleep. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. It's my fault, but I will take that. Get until September. Wait, Look wait, at wait, that. wait. That's beautiful. I'm something here that's going to blow your mind here. Hang on. Let me get my color back on. Oh my God, this is gorgeous. That should go in actions. Oh my God. What do you think, Michael? That's gorgeous. Exactly. Man, people will fight for this one too. Oh yeah, and especially if that's the only physicals and everything else. Is yeah. Just... Yeah. You'll yeah. get 10 it 10 times as much because it's the only physical <laughs> exactly yeah exactly that is awesome yeah i'm like yeah jeff what is wrong with you today not even thought about it before i did look at that are you freaking serious oh my god look, look at that pictures Look at these gems. I know. <laughs> I'm like, what is wrong with you? This should be auctioned. Seriously. Maybe don't give it. I got nothing up my sleeves. I got nothing up my sleeve. I just got 3D marijuana pictures. I got 3D marijuana pictures, and I know where to get them. My buddy makes these in in China, and he made a um, he made um, a 3D poster of my movie. And um, I'll go get that for you. Hang on. Yeah, because if you do that, even the movie, the 3D pictures, and put this to auctions, people will buy it. People will, will love will them. fight over it. Are you serious? This is awesome. No, and that's one great thing about how the world's been so conditioned is that that exclusiveness already comes with a, t a ticket price, right? Yes. So there, people are conditioned on the, it, it, they'll spend money on things that they like number one but now with a purpose and beautiful items like this yeah look at this one this is beautiful i'm like seriously have it as an auction and i'm not talking starting at ten thousand dollars i'm like way higher than that but yes people will fight for that okay and then i made this photo of the last supper oh i have the dali in mine i have dali i love it 
that's awesome. And it's a real size picture. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> it, it's all because I have my green screen on. If I can turn my green screen off, hang on, let's turn my green screen off. I'll get you this. Hang on. My green screen off. Oh, because it's got green border. Oops, my green screen is still on. Hang on. Green screen off. Boom. Boom. Yeah, I can see it. Yes. Yeah, turn green screen off. Hang on. All excited. <laughs> I know. It's like we find it's like going to an uh, uncle house and finding <laughs> gems in there. I'm like, Whoa. Live art gallery with DJ Jeffy Fresh. Exactly. <laughs> Brought it to you by Emma's Universe right there. That's beautiful. This is awesome. I made that photo. And look, I'm in there. There yep. he is. <laughs> and nobody had, a bong, nobody had a bong in their hand. I put that in in Photoshop. All right. <laughs> Are you sure, though? It's positive. And it might have. <laughs> I love it. It's gorgeous. So I'm it, like, think about, see, about you know, think about. It says, on the, it says free the plant, free the planet, free the prisoners. Yep. And you know what? You should have five, four or five pieces you should put in auctions over there because that will go. Seriously. This one is what should be one of them too. Absolutely. If you're willing to do it. But I would. There's no willing. I've got a garage full of them. Let's do it. Well, see? No willing. Let's do it, he says. I love you, Jeff. That's why I love you, man. Uh, you have it. Perfect. Let's do it. I've been working. Hey. Been working side by side with this man, and all it took was an, a, a conversation with Emma yep. to bring out the low hanging fruit. <laughs> it took Emma, and here comes. Well, I can't never saw my art. You never saw my shit, man. I mean, come on. You know. Look at that. That's a beautiful photography of the boat, too. It's gorgeous. Everything you have is beautiful. I did it my way, Jeff Eichen. I did it. I love this one, actually. I, I did it. it my way. Oh, my God. That should be a motto for me. Girl, you're sitting on a gold mine. Yes, he does. Here's, Look at that. Here. I'm like, what in that the world? <laughs> we, we need to come and visit you in your house to see what you can put us in the auction. Seriously, we're going to fly. Let's just clear my house out and do it. <laughs> Well, you I'm know? sure, you know, I'm sure, you know, as I said, three or four or five of those items in uh, the one you showed us, they will yeah, go in auction very right. easily. Jeff, the right push, uh, Relief.org uh, may already have the availability to fund a building with what you have. So yes. I'm very excited. Emma got the, her, you to pull these things out. <laughs> I'm it's, serious. Look at this. People will sell it for like a half million dollar. If it's not more, they will pull the money in. I'm serious. Mike, I've got 40 of these. Oh, 3D, boy. Oh, boy. Well, only shot. select four of them. So you keep four. them for the following years. Four or five of them. That's it. You don't want 40 in there, but four or five. Oh, that will go like cakes. It's gorgeous. Look at that, you guys. Okay, what's awesome. your address so I can go and rob you? Do you have a security <laughs> system that I need to know? What's the number? Because I'm going to go and rob you, actually. I need to no. do some shopping. Not for a pair of shoes. You're going to come and have my beautiful chocolate I make. I make beautiful chocolate from Ecuador. Oh, you do? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. My friend, my friend grows chocolate in Ecuador with one part to a million salt water, and it has um, minerals in it because of the salt water. Oh my God! Are you say? Oh, I'm coming. Is it dark chocolate? Yeah, it's cacao. Oh, perfect. I'm dark chocolate, so yes. And we could even because you're making chocolate. I have one of the most kick-ass recipe for death by chocolate zucchini bread. You will die for it. If you go on my Instagram, there is some great picture. I'm telling you, everybody who eat my death by chocolate yeah, zucchini I'm bread. Yeah, but I'm going to kick your butt because I'm a raw vegan. I don't eat any gluten. That's okay because I do it gluten-free too because I have people who eat gluten-free. And okay. it's as good than the regular one. So... You're going to eat it. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We Fantastic. do accommodate here. We do. I now, want your accommodation. Yeah. Where, where are you located? Why aren't you here right now? I'm in Minnesota. <laughs> you know? Why? I would be driving by now. Careful. Come on. <laughs> he will Get your touche he will. He will. here right now and let's party on because we, we can look. If you see something here that is marketable, I'm a one-man show. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm I'm taking I'm taking your word. We will connect afterwards. I will fly in to visit you and to put this because for me, you got the stuff that will even bring more money. It's not only the celebrity, but you are a celebrity to start with. You're somebody who's I know it's ready to have a heart attack now. Then I say that you're a published author. You're a photographer. You're a filmmaker. You're very well known. Why on earth will you not put your arts there as well in the auction? To me, it's like, hello. It is a no-brainer. I love that. Well, love yeah, it. it is. But I'm, no, no, I'm serious. I will fly there in a month or two, visit you, and we need to go through the arts, and we need to keep it so you're not parting away or give it away just for the event, because seriously, it's a gold mine. The oh, NT, uh, the uh, FT, uh, what is the NFT? Yeah, thank you. I'm like blah blah. Yeah, now we got, <laughs> now we got the the. This is know, beautiful. Are you freaking it's kidding the last me? Freaking supper. I know, but that's awesome. It's beautiful. I got all those people together, and we made that awesome photo, and um, and it's ready to be marketed. I'm just, I'm, I need. I desire, I love community. And now that we're playing and we're talking about global position and to do this incredible relief, you know, yes. I'm so, you know, ready to take a bunch of my proceeds that I give. Not all of it because I need to put gas in the car and to pay my mortgage, but I totally want to make a relief fund with everything that I do for the rest of my life. Exactly. And it should start actually, uh, the beginning should be at the golf event. And every year you select some of them, but the rest, like if you have a book, if you have something like that, that you can use, t-shirt, whatever you want to do, then it can go automatically to the relief. Set the planet, shirt? it's the only one with chocolate. <laughs> I want the t-shirt. I want that t-shirt. Oh my God. Are you serious? Oh, you got me right there. I'm coming and visit you. Oh, I'm serious on that. We'll we'll put a time in there. Hey, hey Emma, I got I gotta warn you, he has a outside bathtub view and thing 
that is a magazine picture getaway. I thought he was messing with me and took sent me a picture out of a magazine. No. And it's his bathroom. It is it's it's, it's the most gorgeous outside bathtub area. And okay, I'm going. Really, so bring <laughs> <laughs> and I don't like to take baths. I like my showers, but I will take a bath. He's the view is stunning. I stand I, there. I wanted to take a bath. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm beautiful. Just saying, bring the picture, bring the camera if you want to. I will be in that tub and not moving. <laughs> but I'm serious. No, no, I'm serious. I need to go over there because we need to see what you've got. And as you said, you get arts, you get a lot of things that could not only bring a portion of it to the cause, but I don't know why you would not put it uh, for the golf tournament. It could be the beginning for you to, hey, here's what I do and continue to spread it. Amen. I, I completely um, agree. And my heart is open to having you guys, um, you know, witness my success. Oh, absolutely. Because the success will help others. It's not only, you know, what you're doing to me is beautiful because you're doing it in a way you're bringing the community together to do something positive for the people who end up in jails because they were smoking marijuana. I'm like, okay, that's kind of crazy. But in today's, you know, age we are in, we need to change that, but it's also the education and the change in the law to continue to, you know, get rid of this in the books. It should not be unlawful to be able, and I don't smoke personally, okay? I don't uh -huh. smoke. So, but for the people who are smoking uh, and for the reason, the medical usage as well, we should not uh, stop anyone to be able to do that and you know, veterans need that. Why don't they not allow it to use it for their PTSD? Why are not uh, for people of end of life? Why would they not be able to, especially when you get cancer, to relieve the pain they're going through? Why would they suffer or be on morphine when marijuana can do and be more beneficial than the freaking morphine? And there is a lot of things that to me, that by prohibiting the usage of cannabis, and again, I don't smoke. I never smoked in my life, never did drugs. But for me, if the usage is right, I'd rather have somebody high like a freaking kite next to me with a pot than somebody on meth. Sorry. Well, so alcohol, me, like alcohol, alcohol and opium are the opposite of what we're talking about. Exactly. You but know. for me... The benefits to be able for people to do this and helping veterans, helping people who are suffering, who need help, but you don't want them on freaking pills. I think having marijuana who can do the same benefits in a more healthier way, quote unquote, sorry, do I have to want some chemicals in my mouth or do I want marijuana derivative product that will help me? Right. You know, I know the and then in, with those products, too, and the medicines, it's not just smoking. So there's the edibles, there's suppositories, there's yeah. creams. There's medicine created for each individual in the form that is not only beneficial, but what's needed. Yes. Mike, and, Mike tell and, us what we're looking at. 
So right there, we've got a beautiful board made by uh, Rama State Productions, and that is the sponsors of board and the opening for the type of sponsors for the Jack game of golf. The This is the first of many events to help relief prisoners and help relief veterans and those afflicted through the war against drugs. And uh, yeah, we're looking at taking it in sponsors. Uh, we and not only this, but, you know, when Spain many, many years ago allowed to people to smoke marijuana, to use a little bit of Portugal on them. Portugal. Uh, that was Spain. That wasn't Portugal. That was Spain. The first okay. one. And that was okay. about three decades ago. Okay. Portugal was next, but Spain was the first one. I remember that. I was in Europe when that was happening. Fantastic. So everybody was going yeah. to Spain just to smoke. <laughs> <laughs> remember that. <laughs> when I went out. But the most interesting part of it, it was they legalized it to curb uh, people to bring more of it so they could grow it. And if you think of the economy, then illegally passing like Mexico or Canada borders, then if you're growing it here, then there is no need to ask for somebody else's outside of the country because you're growing your same thing. So, yeah. And I didn't know how prophetic it was. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but think about it too. You know, if it's homegrown, you don't have any more trafficking coming from different countries. Legalizing it will keep people instead than uh, going to harder drugs, will keep to, uh, to the minimum. So that will avoid the people on meth, on heroin, on crack, that will, might reduce the amount of people on those hard drugs. I don't know. No, absolutely. And it, it's with, uh, you know, there's there's progressive states and bills that are going through. Missouri here has two of them right now. Uh, one, I believe both of them are very, very positive. But one specifically is immediate expungement on all prisoners and with release as soon as the bill is passed. And that's three pounds or less, no violent crime, no children involvement and immediate immediate expungement and release and, and it's all in the system of the day it is signed they they are they're, they're already set up on the work and it's because of individuals like jeff mazansky that's been through you know he did 21 years nine months like like jeff said uh for two grams <laughs> and and it's just unbelievable of what his him his family went through during that time for I've smoked four, six grams already today. So it, it's just insanity when you really look at it. But there are progressive bills. There are states that are looking at where mistakes have been made from others and, and looking more just past the medical. It's, it, you know, like most states, it's sadly they're they're leaning on the rec side because there's more money in recreational than there is in medical. Yeah. So. It's the it's the availability to be able to help prisoners get out, and then also there's systems within on the veteran uh, veterans ending the stigma, balanced veterans network, uh, last prisoner project, quite a few others that work on systems of employment after they get out. And a lot of these individuals worked on the farms already while they were in. They worked on they did they had the most important jobs because they're the individuals that accepted responsibility and could rise to the occasion 
It just happens to be that way. So when they come out, that means there are strong employees for the community. So yeah. if we have a system to offer for them, now getting them out only perpetually yields saving the earth and providing a planet for our children and the legacy to continue. So I agree. And that's why it's beautiful. I think I think it's a it's a great beginning to do something that because there will be so many impact and repercussion at the level of the law, the level of helping people, the one who get out of jail that need helps as well to reintegrate themselves and there for a small crime they didn't do. So I think it will be no, I think it's going to be great. Uh, it's a great initiative, and that's why I'm so happy then to have a conversation with both of you guys and see this to fruition because i said michael if you need my help on anything i will be happy to uh, be there at the time of the golf whatever you need from me i will be happy to uh, help uh, as well because it's a good cause and i see good things happening in a good way it's not something is going to go in somebody else's pocket and do nothing or make it somebody richer it's really going back to the community and that's the great message out of it so that's why when i talked about it i said you know, whomever comes to help along, make sure you got the right people because some gonna go with their ego and try to turn it to their own thing. It has to stay for that purpose. And the person cannot do that, then she step aside to let others doing it. That's the goal. In my view, to be successful, it's what should be happening. Doesn't matter if you're somebody that is, you know, very well known to the world or not, because this is something that really hit home for the community and uh, will be a great, I would say, springboard to do more things towards legalization and how to deal, you know, how to help veterans. There is more ramification and education as well to people. And that's what we look forward to. It's the, the team that's surrounding us and the the energy that Jeff emits, uh, you know, you, you attract those of likeness, right? Yeah. And, and the beacons of the combined people from, there's such a long list of individuals. And when we're able to make that list public, the, 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 you know, regardless if the notoriety is there or not, it's the energy of the purpose and yes, going to light the, these dark areas. We will, we are getting, we will get more prisoners out. Jeff is just, he's, he's paving the ways of an example of what to be and then getting the support that way by being the example, not talking about it. <laughs> not <laughs> Sorry for people who are going to be listening, the sound only, I will release a video as well, but you, you got to, uh, you got to picture us. <laughs> and, uh, it's like, you know, those t-shirts were bleached uh, with different colors and fitting. That's about what Jeff looks like. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's the floating head. Oh, that oh. is so funny. That's hilarious. This, is the, largest, this well. is the largest 3D printer in the world. Holy and my God. friend made it and he lives here and it's a computer and it makes hempcrete homes. Wow. I want one. Yeah, they're pretty phenomenal. Yeah. I'm like, well, I want one. In Africa, the um, Buck Minister Fuller said that the um, that the geodesic dome will not come down in a hurricane. And in with, with hurricane wind, 
And in Africa, we want to put a million of these because they have to rebuild their homes every year. Yeah. That is nice. How long did it take to build them? One day. Nice. That's pretty good. <laughs> and fire, fire retardant, antimicrobial, antibacterial, uh, anti-static. Uh, you can actually create, say, server rooms and go green and create a server room for all of this activity in the metaverse is going nice. to have to have, you know, plant hemp to offset the carbon yeah. footprint of all of the computers interacting and energy that's required. So, you know, it's great with the sustainability uh, groups and entities throughout the, the globe and the per people with purpose that we actually can collaborate with uh, on a level of sustain, just sustainability that just continues to evolve and make it the past, this is how this is the way we can not only in prohibition but save this planet. Nice. And, and, you know, you got homes for like even you got Africa, you got Colorado, the, far, the the fires and everything that's out there. You know, it's like Jeff was talking uh, with me before, and it's you know being able to go out there and imagine placing homes in areas that burn every year, and then wow. the homes don't burn. Yep, uh, exactly. it's just things that it's all here, and we can grow it in our fields while it regenerates our soil. Come mm -hmm. on, people. There. <laughs> I love it. No, I think it's, I think it's awesome. So uh, for sponsors, uh, if anyone wants to sponsor anything uh, for the golf tournament, because I am looking at the uh, landing page for it, can I give the landing page uh, address for people to be able to start to sponsors or seeing it and get a little bit more information? We haven't gone live yet. Uh, we haven't gone live yet, but um, what I will share with you is, hang on, um, I'm just organizing here, is um, um, forward slash, this is the best I can do right now is to bring this up into fruition here boom boom is um, if they go to my site lifers the movie and they um, let's see if I can do this here boom boom and boom and boom and boom and boom Boom, 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 boom. Okay, so if we can get rid of there, there we go. There's my, there's my house. Mm-hmm. There's my Love house. Love the house. Yeah, so if I can undo that. There we go. We go back to me. Yes. And then we go and we get the, um, where did I have my um, screenshot with Lifer's the movie? That is down here. Boom, 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 boom. Boom. Screen. Boom. We'll do it again. Okay. So L-I-F-W forward slash donate. Okay, 
So that's where they can. So go. if they go to www.lifefirstthemovie in one word dot com, and it's a forward slash donate. Uh huh. That's uh, the portal right now. That's the portal right now. We haven't done a golf portal yet, but that okay. will get to me, and I will have that in my. Um, in my LLC account and that will go to the tournament once we organize the and we get up the um, the new site well that that will be on and then I'm going to do a GoFundMe also and my GoFundMe will probably be um, a relief GoFundMe uh, maybe lifers a movie I haven't been um, schooled yet on which way to go okay. um, but I'm going to be raising four hundred twenty thousand dollars for my project Okay. Um, so for 420 in a GoFundMe. And so as soon as I get even more help and, and get all these little Tupperwares in the kitchen to be sealed and have each Tupperware have the project, the shirts, the hats, the tees, the balls, the celebrities, and the place where they can come to donate. But right now there's a live donate button on lifersamovie.com forward slash donate. And that's where you can uh, donate right now. Um, and you have to ask your accountant if it's tax-free, tax-deductible, and we'll go from there. It's all, it's all um, uh, coming together, and we're really blessed to have you today, Emma. Thank you. <laughs> no, that's me. I'm to be with to you, to you. Be with To be with you, yeah. <laughs> yes, well, it was a pleasure, but I want to know more. So we're going to probably have a part two because I want people to know where we are in a few months with that because September comes around very quickly. Right. And we need to know where you are with everything because I want to make sure that there, the landing page then, uh, then I see on the side, not yours, but the one that I have for the uh, September 1st annual Jack Harris gum uh, game of golf i would like to be able to release that live as well when it's ready to go because there is a lot of information in there especially talking about uh, uh the sponsorship um and underwriting opportunities lunches dinner cocktails so there is a lot of things going on here that people is going to want to know Right. Um, and, could... you know, there is a lot of things that needs to be done prior to the event because I have um, I've, I have been part of uh, events and um, conferences. So I understand how it works behind the back as well. And making Here's sure our that site get... that we're starting. Here's our site you're asking yeah. for. This is the Jack Hare Game of Golf site so far. And we have a sponsor um, button here. And we're not um, powered up yet, so we're we're just having landing pages, and we're getting going. We're really excited. Well, that's um, why we need the landing pages because the landing pages, the website is fine, can come after, but the landing pages will be the key because I'm looking at right now sponsorship breakdown, so you can. Um, there is a description entitled sponsor for one for a hundred thousand dollars. One sponsor, your company will be uh, the official uh, sponsors. Uh, do you get a lot of sponsorship that people can right now apply? And you know, you, you get opportunity to do card signage and there with your logo for your company, mention of company in all medias and interviews, tease makers. There is a lot of things.
that I'm sure company is going to want to say, hey, I want to sponsor like a whole. Um, and it depends which one you, it is, depends on the pricing. So there is a lot of things that people need to look at it now because you don't want these to be happening at the last minute. Oh, without a doubt. No, no, no. We're we're right on schedule. Okay. Um, we're going to have our, we have a weekly meeting and we're waiting for Dan to get back from Colorado. He went on an emergency trip to Colorado today. So we're, we're waiting for our weekly meeting and that's going to be beautiful um, to have Dan involved with that. And, um, and so this is the beginning of our of our first of our site here yep. and it's our re, it's our relief site here and um and our golf tournament site so um ending prohibition and in my lifetime and then we're gonna have an after concert and we have a place to um to um it says wear some hemp and do something and, and something green for our dress code nft box office um, so we're going to have everything all put together in due time, but this is the beginning. You're looking at the back office of us putting together our inaugural. Can you see that? Yeah. Um, can you, can you see that Mike? Oh yeah. It's absolutely beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I changed, I changed it from first annual to inaugural because that's what, um, Dan asked me to do. Exactly. And, and it's so, the beginning. So that's the pilot. So yes. So that's what's going on. There's some Jack Harer bud right there, mm -hmm. and and so um, this is it. We're we're really excited, and um, let's see if I can get back to. Um, so we're gonna go back to me. Boom. There we go. Okay. Okay. Because you know, normally, just as an FYI for people to understand, generally it takes a year to do this kind of event to put it together, get it rolling, get everybody else's on. Oh, I know, and we've got less than six months, so we're exactly gonna, we're so, gonna power up and and oh, get yes. our team yes. rolling. Yeah. We're gonna yeah. get our team rolling. Yeah. But 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 I'm praying for September, everybody. But if we happen to um, to do November, December, we want to look at weather. But California yes. is always temperate. So um, we'll see what we do, what we need. Um, and when we get our first sponsors, hello, sponsors, come on in. Come on and donate to us. You can also, um, here, why don't I do this? Why don't I give my, um, why don't I give my link tree here? Boom. Um, L T one. Okay. And then go command a and get that white. Okay. So I'm going to give you my link tree, everybody. Um, and on my link tree, everybody right here, boom, boom on my link tree, everybody, um, who's watching, um, you can find my Instagram. You can find just about everything there, including my phone number, because I don't want to put my phone number public to the world right now. But my link tree is beautiful, and that's linktr.ee forward slash jiken for Jeff Iken. And, um, and everything's there. My Weed Wednesday okay. show, my Lifers show, and then my phone number's in there. So um, everybody use that gently and carefully. And you can contact me there if you want to know more about 
lifers, um, the movie Donate. If mm -hmm. you um, have trepidation about using the donate button, then call me first because this is very important for us to have a conversation about this. And you can also find Mike. Mike, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me at Mike at Canasponsors.com. Okay, so it's going to be um, Mike um, at C A N A S P O N. <coughs> that's can of sponsors plural. <coughs> so you can also find Mike, everybody, at can of sponsors. Let's see if I can move that around. <coughs> I lasted the whole conversation without coughing. That's not so that bad. And it's close to two hours, by the way. Not bad. We did great. great. Yeah, we did great. So, um, yeah, you can find Mike at CanadaSponsors.com. Mike is also a representative of the Relief uh, Golf Tournament, um, Jack Hare Memorial, Celebrity Outing, and we're going to honor Dan's father. And we're just yeah. so blessed to have that. Um, you know, I just am an artist, you know. I make some really fun stuff, you know. <laughs> That's why, Jeff, I, I will get you via, via the back channel because I'm going to fly to visit you and not only to eat chocolate, which I'm looking forward to it, but to uh, see the arts Then you're going to need to do for the auctions because you got beautiful arts. Come come in and we'll organize that. We'll, yeah. have, a, we'll have a time. What I want to do is like Christie's. I want to have a program, a, an auction program. Yes, absolutely. We, we want this yeah. to go very smoothly. You have to, yes. Unfortunately, yes. Jeff, uh, NFT world and the synchronicity of things, uh, we're in a project that may know a little bit about auction houses. <laughs> yes, we so, do. Up soon, and oh, <laughs> is it going to be so much fun? And then, uh, just so everybody, so you know, Jeff, can I have some vending machines in the metaverses to help us vend sponsorships and vend nfts and possibly even do a special we could do a whole vending auction for your art yeah on a level of find it in which metaverse <laughs> we like could have some fun. so um I'm, I'm excited and and jeff thank you for being such the beautiful man you are and placing yourself to be the beacon of light and lead this farming. So, like I said, once again, absolute honor. And Emma, it was a thank you for having us on the show. And I look oh, forward to the next one and the next one and the next one. Well, <laughs> well here's, here's another. Here's a, oh, shit. That is nice. Another, my favorite so far. You got me with the green. Yeah. I love this the green. This is another one of my NFTs here. Nice. Well, then that's the one you then that's the one you need to, to own. Um, so that's um, all my all my artwork has free the prisoners and free the plant on it. And um, it's just all super incredible to mm -hmm. um, to bring it to the to the public. And um, that's how I roll. I mean, I'm, I, I for the first time spent um, months all winter photographing the plant and loving it and learning about it and 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 when when i spend time with the plant um it's kind of like dr doolittle what do you do 
talk to you talk to the plants you talk to the animals yeah yes you, know. you talk to the plants and so this photograph took me about five hours to make because I cut the whole plant out and then I put the Christmas lights that I moved my down on the tribal um, land here at the casino they have their whole casino is full is full with um, with beautiful um, Christmas lights their whole casino and I went and I took my camera at two seconds and I went like this and I went mm -hmm. like this and and I zoomed it and I made all these background photos and so um, I that's that's my that's my latest um, um, incarnation and one of my drops but all these are going to be tickets all of these are going to be available and um, you know if the if the the whales and the apes can do it mm -hmm. the bud drop can do it and we're going to support michael's drop too his honeycomb drop for sure really yeah and we've got other people on our team we're going to support too we've got smoke a hauntist um smoke a jane hauntist um how about i talked to her last night just briefly um would you like to um hear one of the people that I represent sure okay so this is um, this is one of the songs I made a, um, a video about let's see if we can get it I like the music Many flavors now. I love it. So we made a video of her doing that, and so that's Mocahontas. We're going to have her at every show, um, and so um, she's down on her luck right now, but an incredible human, meaning she's just another soul out there who had to take her children um, from her daughter when her daughter went into rehab. So everybody just stay incredibly beautiful and look out for the children in life. That's uh, one of my favorite things to do. Um, I didn't make children that I know of. And so, um, so I'm just, oh, there she goes. There she goes. Me neither, that makes two of us that I'm not aware of neither here. So we're good. Well, I'm I'm okay with pra with practicing, you know, but um, but practicing idea, is good. Having it, it is, sorry, I passed. 
Yeah, so so I'm just <laughs> letting you know about Smoka, um, uh, Smoka Jane, Smoka yeah. Hauntis, and um, she's our beautiful um, in-house musician. And sorry, I'm getting crowded here with all my imagery here, but it's part of me, and I'm just blessed that you guys wanted to hang out with me today. It's kind of cool. Well, we discovered something that you probably never thought about. It was auctioning your art. So we got something going on for the... Uh... Uh, for the golf tournament right there. And as I said, I probably will be there as well at the golf tournament, maybe as a stalker, maybe I'm going to hide in the bushes. You never know with me, but. Uh... <laughs> Emma, I'm going to, I'm going to hire you to, um, to be the, the uh, invisible woman, you know, and you'll be great. You'll be fantastic. We'll find a spot for you in every event. Your Let's favorite. put it this way. I can be interviewing people if you wanted me to. I can greet the people. I can do the entertainment right there by interviewing people if you wanted me to. So if you need, you know. I have many, many co-hostesses and <laughs> they all are good on the mic. But you know what? If you come in with your special flavor, we need you. Oh, the L, I came. This is the flavor right here. And trust me, I will be wearing beautiful color. I love green. That's one of my colors. So trust me, I will well, not be as invisible in the picture. Here's, here, here's, here's my 35-year-old <laughs> hemp hat. This, oh, this is, this is so cool. This is made out of hemp. It's 35 years old. Nice. Beautiful. Very nice. Love it. Yep. I can see that. Awesome. But I mean, I'm what the hell? Why is people are why are people in jail for this? You know, you know, they needed to somehow crack it down. Somebody did not have a good smoke and they got pissed off. That's probably why. That's my my thoughts on that. And, uh, you know, they didn't have a good experience. So they decided to put everybody in jail. Marijuana is the gateway drug to the munchies. Well, yeah, and you know what? You're so right because I used I worked on overnight, and you know what? People stone will come and eat anything, sugar, anything. I'm like, come on. Economy in every way. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't see what the problem is. <laughs> so, but you know, uh, what I would like to do with you guys is. As you guys are progressing with um, putting this together, I would like to do another episodes because keep an up keep an update update yes. people. Yes, yes, we're In coming, we're coming, we're coming for all the prisoners and with our golf tournament. Exactly, because I want to know, you know, people. Are Mickey, gonna know. Mickey is always at four twenty. Mickey's <laughs> always at four twenty. You know. <laughs> Mickey's always at. Mickey is always stone. Yep, I knew it. He's always at 420. <laughs> and and that's what it's all about, right? Right. Oh, right. yes. Yes. Beautiful. That is beautiful. It's getting a little bit of glare. Let's see if we can get no, it. No, it's good. Glare. I can see it. It's beautiful. Jack Herr. Beautiful. Hey, you said it right. Jack Herr, not uh, like terror. So no. I'm going to give everybody a whistle. <laughs> everybody gets a whistle. And we have so many um options in life here that we're just we're blessed to be on your show man i had no idea that's an honor for me to have both of you <laughs> thank you so much no it was a pleasure to have both of you and as as, as you mentioned uh for everybody listening to emma uh universe 
then uh, we're going to have episode number two coming in a few months. So I will say around June. I will say June, the end of June. So we'd know exactly where you are. And because the sooner I know the date for the tournament, I'm going to be basically pushing on my side for people to know it's coming here. I know there is some stuff I'm doing on Clubhouse and I will be talking, I already started to talk about the Jade, but I'm going to be talking about the tournament as well. So I'm going to push as well for people to know about it and making sure the sponsors, everybody's coming in. Can so, I, can I share, know. can I, can I share with you one thing right now? Sure. Is that, is that um, we're not going live yet, in, including, I mean, you can definitely share this episode with everybody right now, but because Dan has not, um, we have not secured our spot yet um, and got our first um, sponsor that we're working on, and Dan is in Colorado, let's wait for another week or two before we go live and start telling the metaverse that we are doing a golf tournament you can say jeff and mike are doing a golf tournament you know jeff from ramaste and um and from lifer's madness um and you know he, he just you know jeff's jeff's epic you know and and so um getting ready to do this incredible so oh, if you want to get you i'm know, gonna you can, be yes you can say I'm where be, people yeah. can find me but um but not yet to say it's happening, you know. No, we're going to be talking about what's going on right now because I want to push as a teaser for people to know something big is coming up. So let them know now so they get excited. And as we're moving forward and I get information from both of you guys, then I can be more concrete on what's going on. But I definitely will do an episode with you. I would say mid to end June because things will be more concrete. We'll see where you are. You're going to come here. You're going to come here sooner yes. to, to work through my art. And to, oh, I am uh, coming before auction. June. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We'll put you in charge of the auction. How about would you like to be in charge of the auction? Sounds good. Okay. I'm in. Okay. That's done. Mike, we got Emma on the auction. Oh, I, I, I will be, I'm going to selling it be like there's no tomorrow. So you're going to Emma on the auction. No. Yeah, baby. Yeah. That's so, um. <laughs> you know what we say in, in, in Jack, Jack hair world. He, he coined the term hemp, hemp, hooray. Oh, I love hooray. it. Hip, hip, hooray. Oh, that sounds awesome. So, yeah, I would be, uh, uh, if you want me to run the auction, I would be more uh, more than happy to do that. I will totally, totally get with you on the back office and um, yes. sn we'll snuggle with you late at night um, in, in on our cell phones and we'll, and we'll, we'll get ready and I'll help because I'm a master at the, um, you know, a designing world and I don't want to do everything, you know, I mean, my what, what birthday am I having in a week? You're 64. When I get older, losing my hair. Many years Look at all that hair. Now, Look at all that hair. Make me a Valentine birthday <laughs> greeting <laughs> bottle of wine. When I'm 64. Oh. And I got my friend's studio, and we're going to have musicians for the first time playing in the studio without masks on my birthday. So nice. we're going gonna to awesome. I'll stream it and I'll let you know and you guys can come in on Zoom. And um, that's April 2nd, everybody, my birthday. And um, welcome global participants 
to my verse, and um, I had no idea you guys were going to honor me today. So uh. that's what, that's why we that's why you came on board. It was to talk to know you first because you know the the golf tournament is basically the cherry on the top of the cake, but you are the cake itself, and I think people needed to know you, you know, because people want to know who you are and why it's all about this event it's all about it it's about a relief but the journey that got you there that's what people want to know and i'm happy and honored that you came here with michael and um doing that conversation i'm not going to call it an interview it's a conversation i call it the a interrogation did you say the interrogation that's not an interrogation no it's not an integration either <laughs> it's like a jail thing right because we're no, working <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Yeah. So, but thank you both of you for today. And as I said, we'll do another uh, podcast uh, June and uh, to see where you are. And when I know more about the dates and the sites and where to go, then I will be more than happy to release that information to everybody. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm.